Hey, what's up, dude? What's up? Chewing on some ice. Yeah, I was uh, just sipping on a bottle of sriracha here. Uh, I couldn't figure out the password, and then I realized that it's calling. So I'm glad I figured that out. Um, let me see if I can wipe off my blurry. Well, that's fine. Ah, uh, man. I, as you can see, there's no production value on that. <laughs> no, it looks great. No, um, dang, I thought I just fixed the line a little bit. Uh, so I just moved. This is, I'm in a new apartment right now. Nice. So I haven't had a chance. I kind of established, I don't know if you've seen uh, any of the other uh, visual episodes. I did. I did. I have two posters behind me. Right now I'm in my office and um, all I have so far up is my like audition background, which I like uh, it. it's kind of, it's kind of wrinkly. No, that's um, bad. Uh, so are you, uh, are you in like a single apartment or are you in like a, uh, you have roommates or anything or what? So um, I am getting, sorry, I'm getting uh, married next week. Oh, what am I thinking? <laughs> I know I've seen that. I'm sorry. Uh, I have I uh, three rats. roommates, uh, and it's gonna. She doesn't know yet, so <laughs> it's kind of gonna be like a sitcom thing. I'm gonna try oh, to pitch it to her. But no, uh, I moved into a bigger apartment because uh, we needed more space, um, and so yeah. I'm just here by myself in this big apartment until we get hitched in. Dude, well, first of all, congrats. That's awesome. Thank you so much, ma'am. Uh, anyone can get married. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, Not but, me, uh, though. But the fact that I'm getting married is kind of a huge feat. Um, Why do you say that? <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess I should introduce you. I'm so sorry. Um, You're good. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, today uh, I have on the very special Colin Cooper from uh austin and colin uh and uh you're the colin in that right not the austin. yes sometimes i get mistaken for austin but i do go by colin in that duo so. that makes sense yes. and then you guys you also co-own and then you also founded a mac and cheese is it mac and cheese entertainment mac and cheese media mac and cheese media yes yes That's correct video production ads podcast studio film studio all sorts of things we, we're not sure what we are yet but it's it's something so hey man i know what that's like as again yeah. as you can see i know what that's like i'm still figuring stuff out too yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we we're able to do this man uh, i know sorry for i mean life has just been quite the, the whirlwind but i've been meaning to do this and i'm glad we're finally sitting down together because it's going to be like uh, it's going to be like lightning. It's going to be electric. Ah, don't say that, man. You never want to give the audience like uh, this is going to be a great show. Maybe be like, eh, like we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, uh, my audience, I think uh, they kind of get, you know, that I, you know, I, I'm it's hit or miss. No, dude. It's <laughs> no, no. Always a hit. Uh, always I, a hit. Yes. I just wanted to. Uh, sing my praises on your success uh and i think it's been i did a little bit of research on yourself uh oh. you've been doing in the past <laughs> couple of years uh are you I the think, one blackmailing me yes uh by the way just wanted to clear things up yeah and only for 50 dollars. i was kind of insulted yeah, I know. I really only 50 i could give you at least 75 you know the one time I, I bought you mcdonald's you never paid me back and i just oh shoot <laughs> uh no i think it's it's pretty incredible that you're getting these gigs and uh 
in these really well-known shows and, and movies and stuff. And yeah, awesome, man. Uh, it all, it all stuck for the people watching right now. Sampley, uh, was one, was an actor that we hired as a video production company to be in a Christmas commercial, uh, for a company called Breakout, you know, it's like an escape game thing. And he, Sampley was was the son of this this family that was having a yeah. great Christmas breaking out. And that was just the start of his his budding acting career. So. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I actually wanted to talk about that because like that's one of like the very like uh, it, it might have been like my one of one of my first paid jobs. Nice. And then um it was also like one of the most fun times I've had on set too. It's a lot more important than getting paid. Yeah, you, yeah. you and Austin ran uh, things just so cleanly. Uh, your crew was awesome. And then the actors I got to work with were a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, I got some good memes out of that video. A lot yeah. of my friends watched it. And like, there's yeah, one yeah. moment where, cause you know, it's, you wanted yeah. us to be as big as possible. Yeah. There's one part where like the key, we finally won and the keys coming down and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah and like all my friends yeah would send me that whenever something yeah. awesome was happening yeah that's, that's that was a lot of fun man how uh, old were you at the time 17 or 18 or um i want to say i was still in high school so um, you were still in high school i think your mom might have taken or like no i actually i actually drove there by myself Maybe it wasn't that long ago. I think it was maybe five years ago. I think my dad even let me take his Camaro because I was like, he was I, like, no, you want to impress people. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to be impressed when yeah. I walk out of the car. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. I, the, unfortunately, I don't remember seeing the car, so that just makes me sad. But I, no, I, yeah, yeah. It's um, I Camaro, but uh, that's cool. Uh, so you, I mean, I, I'm just curious, like, uh, you know, living in Huntsville and everything. And I know you're, you were doing a Kickstarter with like trying to start like a, a series behind this, but yeah. like, how, how have you been connected with this? Uh, I'm just assuming that a lot of these things are filmed in Los Angeles or what, like, how does that work? Uh, a lot, a lot of the things I've shot have been primarily in uh, either Nashville where you guys are located, which is an awesome place to shoot stuff. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, of course, is like, just like probably the biggest right now it's like them and hollywood are like neck and neck and then new orleans a lot of the times too really huh? and then texas uh i think one of the carolinas virginia just all over the south like a lot of things are I even sometimes i shot a couple things here in huntsville and one time in birmingham just uh a lot of people don't realize like that the south is like finally kind of being <laughs> like guess. wait like arts matter too let's yeah. look into this just sports yeah, I, and I think uh, a lot of tax things are happening where, like, I think there's, like, tax grants. For yeah. If you open up, like, Nashville, I think, got a lot of money to allow people to film stuff here. And and uh, it's pretty cool just that it's used to be, like, just L.A. and Atlanta. And now I think Nashville's kind of getting into the scene. But um, yeah. And, and, like, it's I, I'm super blessed that it's, like, happening at this time, at yeah. this stage in my life. Um, and I you know being from huntsville there's not many actors here there are some there are some for those who are listening yeah. and it's there are some really good actors here so it's really cool that like all this timing worked out and when i got to work with you guys it was just a lot of fun and yeah. um uh i wanted to ask about you guys like your relationship with austin austin and colin yeah um, i don't know you might get this all the time 
but when I first met you guys, you uh, and like uh, I watched a lot of your stuff, and then you know now I keep up with your stuff as well. You know, I follow you guys on Facebook and all the social medias. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, in my mind, I kind of like think of you guys of like a like a Rhett and Link. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I kind of wanted to ask you, like, what were who were like some of your inspirations, and like how did you guys like come to where you guys are now? Yeah. I might as well give you the whole story. Basically, I uh, I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, four hours north of Nashville, uh-huh. and uh, I was I was just always creating videos and making music and stuff. And uh, Austin also grew up in Cincinnati, and uh, I used to put like my music and my beats, and I still do, which is funny. Uh, I put them on on Facebook, and for some yeah, reason, they're great. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, And Austin reached out to me on Facebook. I I didn't know who he was. And he was like, hey, you want to make a song together? And I was like, sure. So we ended up making some songs and some music videos together up in Cincinnati, like in high school. And that was like the cool thing was just like putting out these like pretty, pretty terrible music videos. But like at the time, like people were like, whoa, like that's cool. Um, Were you guys like making like... uh kind of like the stuff you guys do now where it's kind of like uh, uh weird al slash kind of yeah, like yeah. island-esque kind of like funny funny music video. yeah yeah uh we uh i used to have in my basement i used to have like green poster board like uh taped up on my wall and we would yeah. just these. they don't exist on on the internet anymore because people might use them as blackmail for my future uh <laughs> future embarrassment at, the, at my wedding or something in, in a couple decades from now but uh it's uh, <laughs> basically we, we started kind of a, a band and we like had a, a good bit of success in Cincinnati and we got to play on the news and we had like all these, you know, on the radio. It was like we made it big time. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, being on the local news was like, yeah, we made yeah, it. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like at 18, that was like, man, that I was peaking at that point. Uh, but then. Um, yeah. And maybe that was the peak of my life so far, but I would, I would agree. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, man, performing in concerts was, was pretty fun. We had, we had a couple shows with like 400, 500 people. It was, it was, and and in retrospect, the music, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to dog on it, but I don't, it could have been better, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Every, I think that's like a sign of a good artist where you look back and you're like, ah, that, that's not as good. Because if you would yeah. look back and you're like, man, I was a genius even then. It's kind of like, yeah. Are yeah, you exactly. <laughs> no. if you look back on things like that and you cringe yeah. a little bit, I think that means that you're growing. But uh, yes. So anyway, we, we uh, ended up going to college in Nashville. I went to Belmont. Austin went to Na- uh, Lipscomb right down the street. Uh-huh. We both kind of did our own degrees. But then at the end of the day, we were like, um dude we got to do something together like we just I think we just had some sort of dream that we had to like we just couldn't get normal jobs because I was going to be uh doing like data analysis um wow yeah like I was just like it's it was going to be like a cushy job but I was like I just deep down when it came time to graduate and end all the partying I was like man this is it's not going to be fun (laughs) and then oh yeah often was going to do physical education uh which I think he would have enjoyed, but deep down he also was like, man, we, we have talents and things that we need to take advantage of. And so we started a video production company called That's Classic Media. And we started making wedding videos. And uh, man, we were living off like 
living in bunk beds. Uh, this is our like rags to riches story, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we were paying like 300 bucks a month living in this like 10 by 10 room on bunk beds. It was terrible. Wow. Uh, for probably two years, like filming weddings, just trying to get off the ground. Um, Did you, I can't imagine. So just one room bunk beds, like, yeah, I mean, if you 20, get, not that I'm uh, insinuating that you guys have gotten into arguments, but like, where do you go? If like you get an art, you're just like, I'm going, no, I, know. I mean, like, can I we, go though? Yeah. We lived in a house with like three or four other roommates so we, oh, okay. we, had, we had at least had a bit a bit of an escape but gotcha gotcha luckily we do get get along well but uh basically he he went off he, he got married and then um but we kept the company together and then kind of had a big you know we hadn't put out a lot of content on our end as far as like our personality goes so mm-hmm. you're like we made we've made these music videos in the past we made funny videos like Maybe we should make a, sorry, I'm, I'm not good at telling the story, but basically we made a song in Cincinnati that was kind of like a welcome to Nashville. Uh, have you seen that video? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's great. It's one of my, it's probably one of my favorite ones from you guys. Uh, thanks. So that, that was kind of our big, our big break or whatever, but yeah. we made something like that in Cincinnati where we told jokes about Cincinnati in a song music video format. And we we're like, why don't we just try it in Nashville? So we spent like four or five days, made a rap song, kind of digging on Nashville, but also like why we love it. So it's kind of like a, a love-hate, uh, funny parody video about the downsides and the upsides of Nashville. I was afraid to put it out there because I was like, what if people just like rail us for this? Yeah. Um, but it did super well. It got, I think now, cumul- cumulatively like five or six million across all the platforms. Yeah, and- that's that's amazing. No bricks uh, through your window? No, unfortunately <laughs> not. But, you know, a few comments that were a little racy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we it it did really well and kind of opened a lot of doors for us um, and was just really good promotion for us to get our media company out into the world. And then we, yeah. you know, we traveled with uh, Jake Owen, uh, country artist for. Wait, uh, I, I, uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, I know him because he was in a movie I did. I never met him. Oh, yeah. Well, that's so funny. With, uh, man. Uh, what is this? Affleck, Casey Yeah, Affleck. Casey Affleck. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, that one. Because I had never heard of Jake Owen before because okay. um, I'm really bad about like current music. That's on me. It's not that I don't like it. Oh, no, like no. I'm still catching up from like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I listen to like uh, uh, sea shanties. Uh, no, uh, oh, sea shanties are awesome. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, 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 so you, you traveled ever, with Jake Owen. Yeah, that, that was kind of like our next segment in life is like we moved on from weddings and then we started making, we kind of moved into the country music scene, traveled with Jake Owen and went on tour with him and just filmed him and made content for him made some music videos collabing together, which was pretty cool. Um, and then filmed an official music video for him. Cut our ways. Uh, you know, he kind of went his own way. Uh, and we were still in touch, but that that phase kind of moved out. Yeah, of course. And then eventually ended up partnering with a guy named Sean, who ended up being our third partner in Mac and Cheese Media. Um, he had his own marketing company. And so he kind of merged with Mac and Cheese Media Sean Webster and we kind of formed this mac and cheese media. It's a, it's just a, it's a long story. Uh, <laughs> but now final update, uh, 
we've got a studio here in East Nashville. Awesome. Uh, the podcast studio, two floors, like four or five offices. And oh my gosh. We're just making ads and uh, making podcasts and still just trying to crank out content. And every day is an adventure. So that's... Uh, that's my the story uh, as short as possible. I guess. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, dude, yeah, that's like uh, it's been really awesome to like watch you guys like just continue to go on Facebook because um, I don't know if you ever like have followed like an artist or or um, like a team like a duo like you guys and like you follow them and then they just kind of like drop off the face <laughs> and you're yeah, just like, yeah. where did these guys go? Yeah, and, yeah, like. You just can't never, all their stuff is one day deleted. Like I said, it's awesome to watch your guys stuff. I wanted to ask going back when you said, uh, there were some racy comments. Do you, do you, <laughs> do, you uh, do you, do you read the comments or do you try oh, to yeah. stay away from that stuff? No, I, I, well, that's, it's, a, this is a great topic. Uh, and I, I like talking about it cause, uh, you know, I think a lot of people that are creators, uh, that get big. I, I'm not going to consider ourselves like superstars by any means, but like yeah. a lot of times people speak on platforms like Facebook or Instagram thinking that people like Austin and I, or whoever it is in the world, uh, uh, you know, TikTok, famous TikTokers, famous YouTubers, whatever. Yeah. I, th- I think people who write comments don't understand that, you know, people like us do read a lot of the comments. Uh, and we actually, we did a comedy show where we stood up there <laughs> and played sad music and read some of these comments because... Oh, that's great. We, and yeah, the, another aside, we, we did a comedy show at Zany's here in Nashville. And one of our, one of our segments of our variety show was reading off some of the, some of the meanest comments we've ever gotten. But, um, you know, we, we had a pretty good track record for the stuff that we made, um, in Nashville. And then we did come out with like a predators hype video um, that just like exploded. It got like 2 million or 3 million views in like a day. Like it was crazy. Um, And the comments were very uh, divided because, you know, a lot of people loved it. And there was a lot of people that really, really hated it. Um, And, and, this was, this is kind of like a, like we had such a good track record with making videos to where like, I had never experienced like just utter hatred <laughs> before, <laughs> you know, where like, um, but to this point it was like, we got this video that's got millions of views, but I was yeah. reading comments that were like, I, if I ever see you out in public, I will ch- push you off a bridge. I hope that somebody like sets your house on fire. I, you know, if I ever see you in public, I'll punch you in the face. And then somebody wrote like a very long paragraph about how they hated, hated it so much that they wanted to go to a Staples, get a pack of Ticonderoga number twos and shove them in his ears oh rather, my than, gosh. rather than watch more of our videos. And so anyway, this is a learning experience for us, which, yeah. was, like, which was like how to deal with this hatred, uh, understanding that a lot of people are more outspoken when they feel a lot of anger like that. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there and you're just always going to get hate uh, when you start getting attention with there, it. Um, I, I, I actually, I've, I just like now remembered this as we're talking about, it. this is like, usually I have like a note card. I'm like, Oh, things I want to like bring up. <laughs> and I remember, and yeah. this just hit me. And I was, that's why I was laughing so hard. 
Um, and I think you'll find this funny. Uh, yeah. It was like uh, maybe a couple months after I'd worked with you in Austin, one of my friends on Facebook uh, just like on their wall said, if I ever see another Austin and Colin video again, like I'm going to like jump off like a bridge. And I yeah, was just yeah. like, but exactly. why? But why are they such <laughs> wholesome guys? Like, yeah, yeah. They're not making like hateful content or anything. It's like no, have a sense of humor. I unfriended him on on the spot. Kind oh of. yes, I was gonna say if you're still friends, then this after is after crazy. liking and sharing it though. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, well, yeah, let's see. No, uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. No, I mean, it, it it's it's truly like baffling, and it's it's one of those things that I had to like come to terms with, and it, yeah. it was a very it was a it was a tough period of life where I was like, man. Like this, and even like in public, uh, I had somebody like come up to me and was just like, screw you guys. Like, it was just like, it, it, and it's weird because like a, a lot of our stuff is Nashville based. So like, yeah. you, so a lot of this stuff is like the people who are saying these things are like, they're my, you know, they're the people like right down the street or next yeah. door or whatever. Um, and so I don't know if it's Nashville or just that people are like a little more, I, I, you know, since we're a music city, like people are a lot more critical here or something, but like, okay. I think I, I, sometimes I, it's just the joke goes over people's I mean, heads. We just like to be super positive and yeah, and I think, and I think for the longest time, like, I mean, this, this truly was like months of me, like learning how to get through this depression. Wow. Like, this is so like, this is like brutal, but, um, but I think it was like learning, just how to like just accept it and realize that like that's not how everybody thinks i just you know a lot of people are more outspoken when they like truly just really hate something for whatever reason yeah um but it was like uh it's 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 also extremely hard because if you respond it also kind of makes you see a little bit weaker because you just can't win that battle it's yes like, yes you like to compare it to you're walking down the street and somebody's just like and just stabs you and then runs away and you can't do anything about it. Like, because I, I used to respond to things and it's like, you just got to let that stuff. How go. would you respond? Would you spot respond in like a witty way or would you just, or would you actually get upset? No, my, I mean, my ultimate response is just, Hey, thanks man. Like, <laughs> like Hey, I hope you die in a fire. It's like, thanks man. Hope you have a great day. You know, you gotta, you gotta yeah. kill, them with, kill them with kindness. That's if you're going to respond respond in a way that makes them know that hey i heard what you said and two love your brother hope you have a great day <laughs> and sometimes uh i don't know if you've ever worked retail but if you work retail like people yes. treat you like garbage and if you do that uh one of two or things will happen one they'll just keep going and yeah. then or if you're just like so nice like you slowly see them realize that they're like do like a terrible person in this moment yeah. it's like right. oh I'm exactly no yeah. I mean re retail you can't go you know they can't say like I'm gonna re I'm returning this because it was broken you can't go like well sorry I'm not gonna you know I mean you have to yeah customer is right I get you know whatever but um it's it's hard to uh accept that sometimes but I think uh after dealing with that for a couple of years I'm but I will say on the on the on on a final note I don't really read comments because it still does <laughs> <laughs> because there are a lot of good comments but the the negative ones they still sting and for somebody like me you know maybe not you know austin it, it doesn't phase him it doesn't you know it doesn't yeah. affect him 
somebody like me, who's just a little more sensitive to this, I just, I just don't read comments anymore. That's just the, the way it is. Understandable. Um, the very first comment, because originally I started, uh, and I still upload these videos to Anchor, which, which is just like the audio version. And then that spreads it out to like Spotify and stuff like that. It's actually really cool app. But, cool. Um, and then I started um, uploading them uh, on YouTube, which I'm doing right now. And the very first comment I ever got on a YouTube video was my one where I talked to Hunter Duhan about your honor. And uh, the first comment on it was uh, uh, my left ear. My left ear was the only uh, one that heard anything. And I was like, oh, I messed up the audio. Oh, man. that's. uh... And I liked it. And I was just like, thank like, thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Like the next video I did, I forgot to do it again. And then but Uh I finally fixed it. What about, yeah, what about now? Is it coming out of, is it coming out of both speakers? <laughs> I don't, like, I, like, um, I, I, this podcast has actually helped me learn a lot about editing because it's something yeah. I've always wanted to, like, learn a lot about. Because, like, I, you know, I, I've made some videos and just, like, edited them on, like, um, like Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, that's, that's what I started out with when I was, You like, got it. Yeah, it's either that or iMovie. And then, but thankfully, I've learned a lot. But anyways, going back um, to, uh, to you guys. Has there ever been a video idea where you guys think of it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is genius. This is going to blow up. (laughs) And then it doesn't. And then also vice versa, where you're like, you, there's a video that you put out that you think you did a good job on. And then it just like explodes. Has that ever happened? Oh yeah. I mean, that's, dude, that's every time. I mean, I swear, I mean, every time we make a video, we're like, man, this one could blow up and, most of the time it's pretty it's pretty average the ones that do get bigger are like the least ones you expect i mean i think we try not to put anything out that we're not like this has the potential to get big but uh and it's just like unfortunately having a a majority audience on like facebook and just any audience in general youtube instagram whatever like so much of it is out of your control and if and, and unfortunately like we actually have to put quite a bit of money behind like you know, like sponsored stuff just to get, get it out to our audience. Cause um, you know, we have 25,000 followers on Facebook, but if we put a video out without any ad spend or anything, like it might not reach like a thousand views. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Dude, yeah. Like um, it's so messed up. I mean, Facebook, you got to pay to play if you want to, if you want to get any views on anything. Like um, even when I just like share something on my regular account about like something. Yeah, um, exactly. Like, uh, it just like, maybe like, you know, 50 to a hundred people will see it out of like the, a thousand and it's just like, well, what? And then, um, or I teach at this acting studio and we have, you know, like, um, 300 followers on there or whatever. Yeah. And like, it will say underneath in the blue, only 25 people reached. And it's like, but why? Uh and then i'll and then i'll have to go and message people about certain classes we have and they're like yeah where'd i sign up and it's like i wish i didn't have to do that yeah they're like i didn't see the post it's just like oh, why is it no I don't there's, know. there's so much there's so much so much ad money that's in facebook now that like see i don't know it's i'm true i mean we're truly trying to find a way to like just break into a different area that it just seems like facebook is is uh and Instagram, it's so tough to get your stuff out there anymore. You yeah, know, I used to put stuff out and get you know 100 likes, whatever. Now it's like, be lucky to get you know 10 to 15 on a personal post. But yeah, uh, yeah, 
it's like man come on <laughs> it's not it's and you're, and you're like man do people just not like me anymore it's exactly. just like no, they're just not seeing it no i mean, but, really, uh, mean you're just talking about this recently like it's really it's uh it's it's kind of a poisonous thing that facebook does to your your mindset when you go like yeah and i and i i've just been trying to get off of like social media more because uh I put stuff out there that I, I think is really great. And then like when you don't get any likes or comments or whatever, or any engagement, you go like, you start to, you know, you know, second guess your own creativity yeah. and your, and your abilities and things. And like, it, it really, I mean, it messes with your head for sure. And I'm, I think we're, you know, me personally, and as a duo, we're just trying to find new ways to connect with people on a more like, maybe organic level or yeah. whatever i mean yeah. like door to door that's what i started doing it's tough now that Friends, you say i said door to door is how you do it man oh, well, let's just go out like old-fashioned 1950s businessman and just start it i know yeah give them a dvd and be like watch this let me know what you're thinking dvds vcr buddy come on we, we're going all the way back yeah, or we'll do like a puppet show or something in the living yeah. room oh uh, i was gonna ask you uh uh, you mentioned TikTok earlier. Are you guys on that? Uh, are we on it? Uh -huh. um, yes, I believe we are. Uh, I gotta say, I, I'm uh, maybe I'm getting old, but it's it's tough for me to do TikTok. To be honest, I don't know. I'm with it's, you, man. Uh, <laughs> I just uh... I, I feel like I'm I'm trying to like resist it, and I'm but like it just seems like that's kind of the way the world's going. Um, I th I've I've been thinking about that a lot these past couple months, just like how um, if I were to be able to live like in a different decade, I just so as an actor, I would so badly want to be in the one where phones didn't exist because it's like it's like you can't just like audition for a part and get it now. It's like you have it's like, well, how many followers do you have on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter? Or, or why aren't you on TikTok? Why aren't you like doing yeah. something every day? And I'm just like, why does it have to be that way? So that's pretty interesting, actually. So, and I think I was going to ask you about this. Is that kind of, I mean, is that playing into like, I'm fascinated by the film industry. I would personally love to get into like the acting stuff. And it's just, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, how much does that play? Like your poll is like, like are these film executives going like or TV or whatever they going like if we get somebody with a million followers on Instagram like this is going to bring in that audience and that's is that like really important to what they're trying to do and I th I think and this is just my personal opinion because like there's really no uh I mean everyone just has their own personal opinion about it some people like well I'm not going to blame my followers if I don't book an audition it's just like, well, it just wasn't for me. Cause I know some actors who do that. They're like, well, if I had this many, I would have gotten, it's like, well, no, you just weren't right for that part. And that's okay. Yeah. But um, I do think when it comes to like maybe a Disney part or a big Netflix show um, or, you, or like a Marvel movie or something like that, I think you, I think if they're looking at someone with 500 Instagram followers compared to someone who has 2 million, <laughs> yeah. like they're like, well, we can get those million people because that's in a different demographic. And in a way it's honestly genius. It's actually one of the things I think um, Christopher Nolan does extremely well um, with his casting. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember, have you seen a uh, Dunkirk? Yes. 
You know, Harry Styles is in that movie. Oh yeah, I know it. And, and when that was, that was a big like, people were like, "Whoa, Harry Styles in this!" Like, and that brings that whole like One Direction demographic to go see yes. a war movie. Exactly you know, because which, which those really interesting, yeah. Because those people are not going to go see that movie. All <laughs> yeah. those fourteen to eighteen yeah. uh, teenagers went to go see a movie they would have never ever seen because of one person, and he had a very small role in the film. It was yeah. very smart. And, that's really interesting because he was almost like it's like Harry Styles and 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 Dunkirk, but like he was a very I mean a decently minor character in the whole thing. Yeah, he did a great job. It intrigued me a little bit more, but just because like that's fascinating to see a uh, like a boy band singer like in a Christopher Nolan movie. But no, that, that is genius. I like that. Um, I also think there's just the aspect of like. Uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of there's also a lot of directors that don't like care at all about like that kind of thing that are uh, one of my favorite directors is like David Fincher. Uh, I just I just like went down, down like every one of his movies and just his directing style and stuff. And I, I think and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I just feel like he's so much more focused on like your acting skills, your ability to do stuff. And like even though he hires mostly like big names and everything, but uh I don't know. What's I feel so like funny about that is I just like I legit made it a goal. I think like last month to watch to like because I hadn't seen certain David. Like I'm a huge fan of David Fincher. Loved Mindhunter, uh, yeah. Seven, and then I was like I haven't seen Gone Girl. I think it was when Mate came out. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit down and like watch every single <laughs> yeah. Fincher movie. And I all I had was I did Mank, Gone Girl. And then I think Push the network maybe. No, I'd already seen that. That's like one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. Oh, I think it was the uh, uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. That one. <laughs> oh, that was him. I forgot about that. Yeah. I think everyone oh. does. As I just yeah. forgot about it. I mean, it's a good movie, but you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that movie exists. <laughs> no, I, I I think I fell in love with like his directing after. I mean, Gone Girl is just one of those movies where you're just like this. It, it's like nothing makes like my it makes my skin crawl thinking about Dude, that. Yes, movie. I'm getting like goosebumps like just thinking about how the twists and like the like that to me is one of the most perfect movies I've seen in the past like couple of years. I mean that was just like yeah I'd really, watch, I watched so it for good. the first time a month or two ago and uh, one for one Roseman Pike I thought she should have won that year for best actress. She, uh, she was the Gone Girl. What was her yes. name? Yes, uh, yeah, no, she. She was like, she dude oh, is terrifying. Yeah, like, you're like, ah, oh, you're a psycho. <laughs> because like the thing is, she plays like normal so well, and then just like that, you can see it in her eyes, just like, yeah. like oh, she's something's wrong with her. Her eyes, she's she's just got she's got that crazy in her eyes. I mean, and there's some weird casting uh, choices in that movie, though. You have Tyler Perry. Oh, playing, yeah. Uh, Neil Harris being yeah. like this weird billionaire. That was like the creepiest thing ever. Like there was just. It was just nonstop. It's like weird uh, casting, but it works. Yeah, it's such like uh, a unique way that only uh, only a few directors can do. Um, yeah. While we're on the topic of film, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I think yes, a couple months, maybe even a year. Who knows at this point? Time is ever since COVID. Time just does not exist in my brain anymore. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a mush up here. Um, you posted, uh, I think, a picture on Instagram or it was a story or something of you wearing the drive jacket, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. and like legit, my uh, fiance had just gotten that for me for my oh, birthday. Man. No, so I, I I think I posted on Instagram. Also, I said like, should I get this jacket? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was like, yes. I I'm gonna have to wait till it gets cold again. But uh, I never I never bought it. But do you do you have it with you, dude? If you, <laughs> I'll be right back. Just grab it. I don't care. I gotta see it. I, <laughs> Like I, I, I would never wear it out. I don't have the confidence. Oh, come on, man! You gotta, you gotta rock that. I would. I'm gonna definitely like wear it for like a uh, Halloween party. You know, I mean, that's like the perfect time. But man, like a, that's oh man, that's sick. Look at that. Look at that. I still get the tags on. Oh, dude, you gotta, you gotta wear that to like a premiere. That would be like, dude, I, that would be, and just not say anything to anyone the entire time. People like, oh, that, wow. yeah, I know. I want to put him in my movie. He's mysterious. Yeah. No, dude, that that, that looks dope. I would try to rock it. I, I got a lot. I'm not gonna lie. That looks. I don't know if I could pull it off, but I'm gonna try. I th- dude, let's just do it together. Yeah, I'm down. We'll make a song about it. Austin can write it. Yeah, Scorpion Bros. <laughs> yes, but uh, on the topic of drive, uh, yeah. I, that's one I re- have to like. I, there's like certain cues I have for like films, like. Lord of the Rings, I have to watch all those like w- once a year. I, all yeah. of the majority of Nolan movies have to watch once a year. Yep. There's some every other year, but Drive is like one I have to watch like two times a year. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, man, that that movie is is really. Uh, I don't know. There's something. There's something so intriguing about it because, like, I, I, once again. Uh, why am I Ryan Gosling has so little dialogue and there's honestly like the whole movie there is really not that much dialogue um I don't know it's one of those movies where it's kind of a slow burn and then they just like ramp it up so quick yes. uh, and it just gets brutally violent and but <laughs> uh no I I think it kind of like sparked this like neon like eighties revival or something like yes yeah cool retro like uh, L A in the eighties or something even though it's not I don't think it's uh, there's something cool about that like ode to the uh, especially the the music in that is incredible the the, oh. drive, the drive soundtrack is one of the best I feel like I've heard in a long time dude when it's nighttime and you get the windows rolled down and you're blasting that like. Just like I am the driver. Yeah, exactly. And then you catch a little bit of yourself in the mirror, and you're like, "All right, turn that way, so I don't." (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, that's a great movie. Uh, Man, Uh, it's uh, it's it's one of it's one of my favorite ones, and it actually opened me up to like the uh, Ryan Gosling's filmography. mm -hmm. Uh, He's one of my favorite actors. I think he's most often remembered as. The Notebook guy. Jack and the, and the is that his name? Jack and the Notebook. I think. I want. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. I've seen that movie like six times. I think. It's I've, yeah, I've seen it three times. <laughs> I, I, in all honesty, I think it's a pretty pretty good movie. Oh man, I cried a little bit. That it's such a heartbreaking movie. I mean, it's yeah. it's. I remember the stigma was like you see a Notebook or whatever. But then I, I watched it by myself at like you know at like a little too late at night, and I was just like, man man about to start crying up in here like it was just uh the 
It's the great. only problems I have with that movie is that uh, James Marsden, it, like, gets screwed. Like, he's such a great guy. Oh, well, that's the thing. There's no motive for him. There's no reason why he shouldn't get the girl. Yeah. And then at the, at the end of the day, he's just like, well, if that's what you want, darling, like, then go ahead. And you're like, what? You're like you were engaged to this girl and then she goes off and cheats on you and then you're just kind of like like you didn't well, just want to destroy ryan gosling after that yeah i know and they could have done something with that where they had some confrontation but yeah. maybe that was like in their own way their plot twist their in night Shyamalan. i yeah i guess so um yeah Oh, and also one of my favorite scenes in the movie, like ironically, um, is whenever uh, Rachel McAdams, uh, I can't remember her character's name, but her mom like drives her to like this construction work site. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's, and she's like, like Bill, I had, you know, I was in love with him or what? Like, it was just like, <laughs> this is so, I feel like, mom, this is so weird. Don't like, you, yeah. If you've had this secret for so long, this is something you die with. Yeah, it's like, all right, let's not talk about you know bob the builder that you're trying to that you, that you cheated on dad with i mean uh, yeah but uh, uh, other than that i think it has ryan gosling's really good in it as is rachel mcadams as is uh sam shepherd he's in that film he plays ryan gosling's dad uh oh, yeah. yeah all right yeah he passed away recently yeah back in i think a year, two years ago, maybe, something uh, like that maybe it's been a while but he, yeah he was great uh yeah I, I gotta have you seen uh i just recommended this movie uh on the on the theme of film have you seen uh sound of metal by chance dude i so badly wanted that to sweep the oscars it was my favorite film of last year i i would agree with that uh man that that movie uh it, it weirdly i mean it weirdly spoke to me on like a different level just for a lot of reasons but i'm a drummer myself and i've dealt with like uh hearing loss to an extent <laughs> yeah I bet. like and i loved music so much and i was just like that nothing made me feel so scared and uncomfortable as like losing my hearing and that movie just like was so good at i mean so good at like creating this terrifying like feeling of losing your hearing i mean that's just it's crazy dude and it's so good though riz ahmed like i've been such a big fan of him ever since he was like a nightcrawler and the night before yeah. He had a small part in, like, I think Rogue One. Like, getting to watch this guy, like, continually, like, get these parts. And then he gets, like, such a well-written, like, part. And he just, like, knocks it out of the park. I think one of my favorite scenes of last year was when he's um, asking uh, Paul – I think you say his name, Paul Ricci? Um, His, his, like, teacher. Oh, like his um, rehabilitation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where he's asking him for the money for the surgery yeah and like they're doing it in sign language and they're also like ah oh, man that oh yeah and teaching the, the deaf kids and everything it was like that's, yeah that's, that's super cool um but yeah no i mean that that movie was ah oh, man it's I, yeah, you know I, what i like you know what i like to do is i, I like to i like to give <laughs> a rating in my head and see how closely it matches up with imdb and I gotta say, I've been I've been pretty close to what what a lot of these IMD. I'm trying to get better at reviewing movies for what they yeah. are, and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, I like I like I flip flop on like caring about reviews sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I like 
I'm like, man, I'm only going to go see this movie if it has this. And then at the same time, I'm like, well, if I'm interested in seeing it, why don't I just go see it? And then at the same time, I'm like, but then again, it's like 40 bucks to go see a movie that's, at a movie theater. That's, that's my, my point exactly. And time is, is, uh, is a commodity. And, and it's sometimes it's like, I don't know if I want to commit an hour and a half to a movie that's not great, but I, I think I'm trying to, I, I'm definitely in this place right now where I'm like, I look up every movie before I watch it and I like read the reviews. Yes. Like, yeah. Which is like, which like you said, is not like always, if I'm interested in seeing it, then, you know, sometimes it's not, you know, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of movies that are like really high rated that I'm just like, that was not, yeah, that was not enjoyable to me. I mean, that's just, um, I was, I, I, I talked to someone recently about that, about, I, I like actually it's right here. I like to keep like, um, I like to keep like little journals, and I like to um, like really just write like short little segments. Like I'll just flash. Oh, this one's on Gone Girl actually. Like just short little like hey, thing, nice. like breakdown of what I thought about the movie, what I thought about what worked, what didn't. Yeah. And the reason I do that is not to like um, like uh, go up and like share it with anybody or 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 have someone sit down and read this. But like, yeah, I think the really one of one of the reasons like movies are like my favorite art form is because. I could, let's say, for example, like I loved Gone Girl the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I have that written down, my thoughts and stuff. Next year, I'll probably watch it. And I wonder what I'm going to write then. Like I also put like a little rating in there. Like I, I gave it like a 9.5 out of 10. Next year I could watch it. I could give it a 9.8. And, you know, and not, not because like I think I remembered what I gave it last time, but I like to go back and look, oh, that's what I – liked about the film that time but now i didn't like it yeah or vice yeah. versa i think the more times you watch movies the more layers you kind of peel back and like yes every time i watch a movie it's like you kind of take it in and i i and then the more i watch it the more i pay attention to like the subtleties and the in the yes yeah it's almost like when you're not as focused on keeping up with the story you can focus on like characters and motives and uh and just like this i and i i, I love watching movies just like for diagnosing the like the cinematography and what I'm like the motive behind why something is shot the way it is. Yeah. Um, and I, and I'm like starting to understand that a lot, like, uh, they, like a lot of these cinema cinematographers do things for like a very specific reason, like, you know, on a, on the most basic level, like a shaky handheld camera is like, makes you a little nervous or like yeah. a camera, camera that's real close and up in your face kind of makes you feel claustrophobic or like, it's just, uh, there's so many techniques that camera guys do to make you like feel differently. And it's, it's, I think, I think it's an underrated position um, in the film crews, the director of photography, not only the, the director of photography, but like all the lighters and yeah. like the focus puller, like that stuff is like really hard stuff yeah. to yeah. nail. And like a lot of the actors I've worked with, you know, when we're doing a take, like a, th- a take 30 on something, yeah, a lot of actors, are uh not all actors but a lot of actors are needy you say needy needy or they're <laughs> they think everything about the and i thought the same thing so that's why i can say it so when they think they're on take 30 they're like oh my goodness like they don't like me it's my fault when they're they're not telling me and everyone's embarrassed and everyone's looking at me it's like no they're just trying to get the shot right because you know this is right there this is right there they want to get the perfect composition in this shot and yeah. the camera's moving it's yeah, such exactly. an underrated uh, position on the film crew. 
Yeah. So uh, back to David Fincher, and I, I would I would recommend this. There's a, a documentary about the making of Social Network, which oh, I, I haven't seen it. I, I normally don't watch like behind the scenes kind of things, but this was actually like really fascinating because David Fincher is uh, is n- notorious for making actors doing like 50 to 70 yes. takes like, for every single scene. Yeah. And they literally show like, like they were talking about, you know, like the, the uh, deposition or whatever it's called where they're like, they're in the courtroom or they're, they're in like, they're at the table talking about the, uh, talking to the lawyers and all that stuff. Like, yes. Pretty sure they were on there in there for like weeks at a time. Oh like, yeah. They can yeah. take over and over and over and over again until it actually feels so natural that you almost forget that you're like in a, you know, that you're on camera or whatever it's. That you're performing. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but anyway, I, I got to ask you, I, how, how did you get involved in these, uh, you know, like your honor and, uh, and uh, what was it? The 12 mighty orphans. Yeah. Right? 12 mighty orphans. So, so like, they, what by the way. Yes. <laughs> where, where do I, where do I see that? Uh, it will be in theaters. Uh, it's so uh, June 11th. It, it will be showing in LA, Texas, and New York. Uh, New York specifically at the uh, Tribeca Film Festival, either that day or a week later. I can't remember. Nice. So, and then uh, June 18th will be uh, worldwide. So it should be at your local theater if it didn't close down. Like four theaters <laughs> closed down here in Huntsville. So it's only oh, showing at the two left. But um, yeah, count me in. Uh, okay. Yeah. But um, All right. so, like, what was, what was kind of like your first, like, kind of like breakthrough? into this industry and and where where is your goal and how are you going to get i mean what is your goal and like how are you going to get there um man if i knew (laughs) no uh i definitely have like goals uh like set uh like my ultimate goal is to be able to just act and just do that yeah um and be able to like support you know my soon-to-be wife and hopefully have a family one day yeah so Um, what what are you doing right now besides acting uh besides acting i'm teaching acting at divine legacy conservatory nice um which i do enjoy you get to be be around acting and on another like really a fulfilling uh level so that's that's awesome and then i and then i try to do pump one of these podcasts out here and there i'm trying to build that which is like um still a work in progress as you can as again as you can see but um uh, no, I, the first thing, uh, I, I'm like, honestly, uh, all my whole life, I've, I've, I've always wanted to be an actor and, um, you know, actually my, um, I was on the phone with my agent the other day cause she was sending out a press, a press release for like news stations here in Huntsville about like, uh, talking to me about the movie coming out and she, and she goes, Oh, like one of the questions they'll ask you is like, why do you want to be an actor? Like, what do you think you'll say? Or how do you, or, or, you know, why do you like being an actor? And just the first thing I said was like, honestly, it's the only thing I'm good at. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, like I'm, I'm saying that kind of in a funny way, but at the same time, like, it's really the only thing I'm good at. And um, yeah. thank God uh, I, he's blessed me with, you know, some awesome roles. And, uh, but uh, the first thing I ever did was this like real thing I did was this extra thing. Uh, some, some people came down here to shoot a lifetime movie at the space and rocket center. And I was an extra in that. And I always like to say that uh, my dad on the way there, he was like, you know, I've been reading a lot about like being on a film set and um, you know, they, you, you sit there eight hours a day and you maybe only shoot for an hour. So you might be bored. Yeah. 
I got kind of yeah. scared. I was like, oh no, it's just the moment where I realized actually I don't like what I've wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I got there and the eight hours just flew by and I was like, I yeah. want a film set. There's nothing like being on a film set for cool man, yeah. And um and then just over time I did like uh I took class I started taking classes after that. I did a bunch of like student films for like the college here, UAH, uh just made videos on my own, yeah. worked and then you know started doing you know, uh, stuff in Nashville, like you guys or music videos yeah. or short films or student films. Yeah. I think I did a Belmont one, um, nice. one back in the day. I've never seen it. Don't know if it's good. <laughs> you rarely do it's, see students. Oh, but dude, uh, that's, that's, they're always like too afraid to put them out there. That's yeah. Yeah. And uh, then, uh, and then honestly, just through your honor I just, and, uh, 12 money orphans, I just have really good agents that, uh, uh, fight for me. Dude, that's crazy. I mean, both I, of those. I, gotta, oh, I, gotta, I gotta applaud you, man. That's uh, I would consider that breaking through because some people go their entire lives trying to get speaking roles in these kind of things, and that's yeah. just that is so awesome. I mean, thanks, man. I, I really incredible. do appreciate. You're, that. I mean, you're really on like a a <laughs> a great path. I mean, uh, and we've worked with actors, and it's just like. And there's so many, there are so many actors out there that want to make it. Yes. Yeah. And just, they just never will. That's just the way, I mean, that's just the way life. Yeah. Is. Yeah. And sometimes you need, uh, you need a little, little help from God or whatever it is, yeah. you know, a little break. Um, yeah. That's, that's cool. So like, what is, what's like the audition process like for uh, like your honor or whatever? Like did your agent say, Hey, there's a role for you in this uh, new, TV show with Brian, yeah. Cranston, which is also just like I just finished Breaking Bad for the sixth time recently. Ah, oh, dude, it's so dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I I get. I remember actually where I was. I was in like my parents' room. I was doing laundry when I. This was two what, two years ago when I auditioned. So I was still back at my parents at this point in time, and I was doing laundry and I was walking out and I got mm. an email and I looked. It was from my agent, so I opened it up and I just saw the the name brian cranston <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was like one of those i had an option i could either self-tape you know just record it or i could go yeah. in live yeah. and, you know uh new orleans is like a six hour and 30 minute drive from huntsville mm -hmm. but i was like i'm going in live because if i don't i'm not going to get this role I'll go there audition for it uh, i'm literally i go up into the room i'm there for maybe like less than 30 minutes i do one take and then i leave and i'm like either that's really good i only had to do one take or really bad and then uh i got a call back for it went and did it and talked to the the writer and the and uh the two producers i believe and the casting director yeah and uh did it again for them in the room and then i got an email or no i actually got a call about that one um and uh just freaked out because uh, when I saw Brian Cranston's name, I was like, I, I have to book this because Malcolm yeah. Little was like my childhood. And yeah. then Breaking Bad was like my high school oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, really like all these things that I've done are just like auditioning. Because, um, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like there's some actors where they are either in the right place at the right time like a matthew mcconaughey who you know bumped into richard linklater at a bar oh yeah or, or uh for uh, uh, uh and confused yeah. yeah or or you know you're born into it like ben stiller not not, not that i'm saying that like um 
he's only an actor because he was born into it. Yeah. You know, it does help. I think connections are a, a huge part of it. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and like this whole industry is about establishing relationships and being really good at your job. So people like you. Um, yeah, no, I mean, people want to work with, you know, people that are good to work with. Yeah, exactly. Uh, especially early on in your career, you can't be, a, you know, yeah. a diva or whatever. I mean, you got to. Yeah. And I was a diva uh, on your set. I, <laughs> I threw some punches. <laughs> Yeah, at dude, Austin, man. After that, it's over. I was just like, man. Sampley, he's like a fire. He is a firecracker. <laughs> but he there's something like, about that boy. I like him. He's just got to. He's just got to calm down on set. He gets so he gets so fired up. No. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in between action and cut, like I am awesome. And then outside <laughs> of that, I am a nightmare to work with. Yeah, <laughs> like demanding, like like Twinkies. It was just like, and we didn't, yeah. you know, he was getting pissed off and uh, no, it was great. Uh, I mean, that's super cool. Are there any things in the pipeline that you're working on uh, right now that you're. Um, I'm doing, of? let's see. So this movie comes out, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've been attached to this like war film for like almost two years now. Uh, just, it keeps getting pushed back because of COVID. You say war film? Yes, yes. Um, shooting in Virginia, so I'm excited about that. Um, and then I'm doing this animation thing, which I've never done before. Nice. Um, actually, people local here in uh, uh, Decatur, Alabama, I hooked up with. And um, they just got, they are, I may be speaking too soon, but they, I talked to them on the phone today and they said they're about to possibly sign a big deal because we did one pilot and so... Hopefully that works out because voice work is like, like so much fun. Like, because yeah, it's a little like, easier. <laughs> sounds like such a blast. I, I would yeah. love to, because I, I do a lot of, I mean, I used to do, do voiceovers for a, for videos way back in the day. Yeah. In a world where one man must drink enough water to stay hydrated. Oh, is that me? Is He's that talking about me? <laughs> Dude, that uh, was spot on. Thanks. No, I, I, uh, I would love to be like a cartoon character for a oh Nickelodeon God. character. What I mean, that would just be, dude. Yeah, let's make it know, happen. Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's do it. Um, uh, I wanted to ask you actually, since you just asked me that, what do you have brewing? Yeah. Um, what do you and Austin got going on? Then what do you have going on? Yeah. Uh, solo. It's really, it's really just kind of a balance of a. Uh, you know, we have the business aspect of it, which is video production, mm -hmm. making targeted video ads for uh, products and stuff like that. Um, and then we also have our aspect of renting out our podcast studio that we own and our main studio. Um, and so, you know, a big aspect of my day to day is just making the money or, you know, editing videos for other people and shooting videos and stuff like that and, and making the money that you need to make to get a paycheck and survive throughout the year. But, uh, and then the other half is we're just tr really trying to ramp up the, uh, just a lot of, uh, I don't know, just lots of content. I think we're trying to do some podcasts of our own. Um, I love to come on by the way. What's that? I said, I'd love to come on. by. The oh way. yeah, dude. Absolutely. I'll come to Nashville. I really will. Oh, please, For you guys, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's figure something out. Seriously. Um, we're, and we're actually trying to, kind of trying to get a t like put together a tv pilot this is uh 
kind of a recent thing. We're trying to put together like a TV pilot um, and I might as well just give you the concept. Yes, please do. Where we, where we review different things in different cities and then at the very end, we write a song about it and perform it. Uh, Dude, I'm already hooked. I'm already uh, hooked. Because I think one of our biggest skills is like we've been making songs about so, I mean, we've, we've made so many music videos about just about any kind of subject. So, I think we would go to a city like Nashville or whatever, where we do a bunch of different experiences and then we have like one night to make a song and then we have to make a music video out of it. That And the whole music video is just about our experience. <laughs> so I would make a beat, Austin would rap about, you know, eating hot chicken and, and having like serious stomach issues or something. <laughs> uh, Dude, you guys gotta come to Huntsville. Yeah, no. I mean, if you could set us up with some of the hot spots in Huntsville, we'll make it happen. So uh, we have the space space and rocket center. What is that? We, we have the space and rocket center. The space and rocket center. Yeah, the space that and rocket freaking center. awesome. And that is it. <laughs> On like dead <laughs> no, serious, like that nuts. is it. I'm sure you got like one good restaurant that everybody goes to. Uh, let me get back to you on that. <laughs> we have waffle houses, don't you? Okay. Dude, that's that's perfect. Um, uh, no, you if you I mean if you're coming up to Nashville whenever, like should find a way to do some some kind of video stuff. You can be on our podcast and uh we'll have a good time. Dude, um, I mean, just remember I am a diva. You'll remember that very quickly. I know. Don't worry, I'll get my chauffeurs and everything and <laughs> We'll hook you up and we'll get you in the I nice my fur coat yeah. <laughs> and the yeah, sweltering dude. sun. Yeah, it's like this guy's crazy. I've just uh, seen Ma Rainey's black bottom. That's just me. All the <laughs> <laughs> time. Right. Um, no, we'll we'll hook you up with the VIP treatment. So yeah, yeah. Oh, and I wanted to say, by the way, because uh, you mentioned it earlier, and I totally forgot to mention when you asked me what I had brewing, that pilot I'm working on got pushed uh to um, July and August. Um so if you got so if people that donated and you haven't heard anything from me, that is why, because I'm getting married and I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to try to cram that. I was like, I can cram oh. it in. Oh, I got you. So so have you started filming and stuff with that? We haven't started filming. I haven't fully cast. Script is written. It's been through like six drafts and we'll probably go through six more by the time we get to July. Um, so is it is it like I think I was under the impression that it was a reality show or is it more of a scripted kind it's of... it's a scripted yeah oh, it's, okay. um, uh kind of like um uh, arrested development meets uh yes. ricky gervais's oh. extras like that yeah yeah, yeah yeah i love arrested development i can't get enough of that oh dude I, I could sit here and talk to you about that for like two more hours i actually okay. have an episode dedicated to that i did with my fiance a couple <laughs> months back where we talked about it because yeah. up, up till like the last season yeah we don't talk about it. we don't we don't I can't, I can't watch the last season i physically can't make myself watch it but everything before that is yeah. like some of the best tv ever written but yeah uh, if you ever need any uh if you ever need any roles for uh for any an extremely handsome person in your uh in your show call austin look look no for <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> uh, no dude honestly like I will like more than happy like sit and be like, how can I get Colin sure. in this episode? Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shoot the pilot in July and August. Um, 
but I'll keep you you and everyone else updated on that because I really it's really been a labor of love working on it. It's something I've had in my heart and mind for like such a long time. And I'm like, why don't I just sit down and write it? Yeah. So it, so um, you wrote it yourself and nobody else, pretty much, just you. Just me. Yeah. I uh, really. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I don't like. Uh, I like. I will work with people uh, if it's like their idea or if it's a combination of like mine and your idea oh yeah if it's mine i really have a hard time honestly like um like me and my buddy once tried to write a a feature film i had an idea for and it's still a pretty good idea but i had it up here and i was like i I just gotta sit and write this and then like so i'd write it he'd read it and be like oh that's what you mean because i can't verbalize yeah which is not good because like as someone who wants to get things made you have to be able to like do pitches and stuff so i'm working on that i'm working yeah no i understand i mean and i I would agree it's when you're when you're so like uh dedicated to like your own thought or your own idea or whatever it's so hard to like and it's the same with like making movies or videos or music like it's so hard for me to like work with other people sometime when i'm just like this is not unless you just mesh perfectly like it's yeah it's, yeah which is very film. rare when that happens but when it does it's like ah oh, this is uh, italian yeah. kiss yeah <laughs> <laughs> or chef kiss whatever yeah. uh no, no it's, I mean, this, this is pretty personal to your life so i mean it, it, you should write it the way that it makes sense to you and uh, your your own truth and so don't let anybody anybody else uh you know you know, dictate that. Uh, if they offered me a large sum of money, I'd be like, I'd do whatever you want. I don't care. No, I'm just <laughs> Have you ever like considered like editors or anything like that? Or is that just like uh, for writing? I don't even like I'm new because I'm trying to get into. I, I mean, I really, really want to write like a movie yeah. at some point. Um, I just a don't know where to start because it's it's really a, a large undertaking. But two. I feel like there's like a right way to do it to an extent. And I just want to do it right, I guess. Um, Dude, like, uh, I actually, during the COVID, I was like, I'm going to sit down and write this feature film. Um, and I did. And I'm still, I'm kind of sitting on that. I haven't really talked a lot about that just because um, that's like, I'm saving it, if that makes any sense, uh, for a specific yeah. time. When it's, um, when it's the right time and you got but, uh, dude got honestly to... like what i did anyway is like i love reading so i just bought like a bunch of books on writing read them all and took notes and then just like and covid kind of helped was like you had nothing else to do so i was like i'm just gonna sit and write this and uh i went out because i knew if i like just did it on like one of those free writing softwares i would mm-hmm. bail out so I bought the like $300 final draft on my computer because wow. I was like, if I spend this much money, I know I'm going to sit down and finish it. <laughs> uh, so dude, it's just like, you just do it. But like reading those books really helped me because like understanding structure, uh, like since you're a big film guy, like reading this stuff, you would just be like, yes, I knew that. But like, I've never read it before. Explain yeah. that. Yeah. You're like, oh, I know these yeah. things. I, yeah. I just need like an outline of, yeah, I feel like there's like, I mean, at the same time that there is a right way to f- film a movie or write a movie or whatever, there's also you can do whatever you want. I mean, yeah, somebody like Quentin Tarantino is. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. I mean, his scripts are so. I mean, he just completely flipped the script literally and figuratively. Like, <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, somebody like him is just like, I'm going to do my movie the way I want. And it ended up being like an incredibly inventive and uh, new way of watching a movie. I mean, but, but I also think like when you're, you also kind of have to, I don't know. I, I, Cause I feel like whenever you watch a movie, there's always like a flow to it. And those, you know, the, the ones that are, are really well-made, like just, just have a good flow to it, I guess. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's something just... that uh, one, I, I'm uh, one of my favorite. I was going to say, actually, before you started talking about Quentin Tarantino, I was going to say Quentin Tarantino has this great, great quote where he said, if you love movies and you're so passionate about films and you try to make one, it can't help but be really good because you love movies so much. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And then going back to what you're saying about the flow, like essentially with screenplays, you take this like structure this flow and then you just kind of like you write it and you read your first draft and it's bad but the <laughs> fact that you know it's bad is good yeah and then yeah. you just keep writing it until that flow you can't see any see it anymore but you feel it if yeah. that makes sense that makes sense and like uh so i would recommend uh sid field's screenplay robert mckee's story and dialogue books anatomy of a story by john truby is really good and then um, Into the Woods by John York is also really good. And yeah. the funny thing about all these books is that all of them are saying uh, uh, Sid Field was like the first one to kind of like say, here's how you write a script. Um, and then Robert McHugh uh, uh, was the next one after that. And uh, a lot of these guys are like, don't listen to that guy. He's saying, you know, do it this <laughs> yeah. way. That's wrong. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And then yeah. they'll say the same exact thing, except yeah. with just synonyms. And like, so it's actually quite funny reading it because you can kind of see that there's like this. Uh, this back this, and forth. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, don't do that way. Do this. And you're like, that's the same thing, but you just chose different yeah. words to explain it. That's so like, yeah, I think really once you, once you realize that um, about those books, you, you kind of have a good time reading them. And it just kind of sinks in deeper because some of them do bring new things to the table, um, yeah. which is really cool. But I, yeah, I do yeah. I, well, send me a list of those books because you know I'm I'm super interested and in, I'm just like trying to understand film theory as much as I can. And yeah, man. Um, no, that's cool. Uh, I think it's the hardest thing about creating is just getting started because once you, I mean, it's really yes. just having the motivation and the self motivation to like just just do it. I mean, that's and I was just talking to Austin about this today is just like after because uh, we, we've just made we've made so many videos over the years and like a lot of them hit and a lot of them miss but it's like and it, it still feels like there's I'm still waiting for that breakthrough but it's like yeah just keep just keep making and enjoy the process and like it doesn't matter if it gets big or whatever it is it's all about just like enjoying it and having fun and like if, if your motivation is to make money and you know I, I like making a career out of it is different but like if you're you know if you're just like i'm just trying to make a like get rich quick yeah, no, i mean if you're trying to make yeah. a million bucks and and you're just like i just want to be famous like then i just that's not the right way to go about it I yeah think. So, I and, mean, and that could happen it's just like you'll never be yeah. happy it's like I mean, it'll be more i mean that'll just be a side effect and it's and you'll be and you'll just enjoy it even more if you're yeah, making, yeah. making a lot of money but uh yeah yeah, uh, man. my piece of advice just do it because you love doing it and uh dude absolutely absolutely man just, just, like keep creating 
Yeah, having you on today has been such a pleasure. Uh, I, yeah. Like we've been trying to do this for such a long time. And I feel like we're definitely going to have to do it again. Yes, let's do uh, it. If you're free if tomorrow, you're... let's do it again. <laughs> Dude, yes, finally, someone just do it every day, man. We won't get tired. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to take up any more of your time, but real quick, right. you could throw out uh, all the things people can follow you on. I know Austin and Colin on Facebook. Yeah. Are you guys um, the same on Instagram? Austin and Colin on Instagram? Yeah. So it's uh, Facebook, Austin and Colin, uh, Colin with one L and uh, Instagram is Austin and Colin underscore. And then uh, pretty much I would just search Austin and Colin and wherever you can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter, TikTok, that is uh, under construction. So we'll uh, <laughs> save that for another time. I don't mark my words. I don't think I'll ever get on TikTok. That's I, I just I will see until those until those big uh, big time directors say you got to get on TikTok. That's when you're. <laughs> oh man, I hope not. But uh, dude, again, it's been such a pleasure having you, man. Hey, and... yeah, man. Thanks, thanks for having me on, and uh, I'm seriously like you're doing so amazing, and it's been a blast watching your journey. Can't see what what you're gonna do next, and. Uh, you're going to join, you're going to have your own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Dude. Eventually. Yeah. Dude, I, and dude, uh, everything you guys have done, it's been awesome. And you guys will one day have someone come up to you on the street and say, you know, I love your stuff and not threaten you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>